0: Why Johnny Can't Read was published in 1955. Why Johnny Can't Read became a very famous title and many authors took this title upon themselves to explain other things Johnny could not do. And I am gonna take that title this evening and explain why Johnny can't love his neighbor. That's the title of my sermon this morning, Why Johnny Can't Love His Neighbor. The first reason Johnny can't love his neighbor because he's been raised to believe, johnny has been raised to believe that love is a feeling, but love is a verb. Love is action. For example, God so loved the world, God loved, what did he do? He gave. He gave his only son, love and action. Mercy is therefore a consequence of love, oh, blessed fault. So our redemption flows from the headwaters of grace. Love is something you can see, and love is something you should be able to point to, like the cross. And without this kind of love, we break the sixth commandment. For example, if you see your neighbor hungry and do not feed him, he will starve. He will die. If you find your neighbor naked and do not clothe him, he will freeze. He will die. But little Johnny's been so busy chasing that feeling that he's forgot to love his neighbor as himself. You see, love promotes our neighbor's life with something tangible. Our neighbor should see. Our neighbors should see our love. Second, Johnny's church is too political. Rather than focusing on the word of God, Johnny's church has focused on social actions, social and cultural charges. If little Johnny belongs to a liberal church, he cannot love his neighbor who's not wearing the mask. Little Johnny belongs to a conservative church. He can't love those people who drive alone in their cars wearing masks. If liberal, his church is so busy fighting abortion that he's forgot to love the defenseless. If conservative is church so busy fighting for life he has forgotten the hurting women. On the other side, yes, pro-choice is evil. Pro-choice is a violation of the 6th commandment. We should fight. But we cannot forget about the women on the other end. They need our tangible love too. Many of them are hurting the burden of their fears and hurts needs to be lifted by Christians too. But Johnny's been so pro-life, he's forgotten to be pro-all of life. Third, Johnny's church loves to celebrate our God-given right to bear arms. Don't get me wrong. I might be packing right now. You see the robe, the Genevan robe? You know, I, this, Reason 600 for the Geneva robe. You can conceal a lot under this thing. <laughs> I can hide an AR right now. You wouldn't even know it. Next week, Kendall's going to show up in a row, probably, at the church. <laughs> <laughs> the Reformed are not pacifists. Haderborn says we must protect our neighbor from harm. Sounds like bearing arms to me, right? If the situation dictates, which is why the state is armed with a sword, and our land has wisely allowed its citizens to exercise the sword as citizens. But we as Christians are not for aggression. Pacifists, no. Aggressionists, no. Heidelberg says we are to do good even to our enemies. Jesus says, Matthew 5, 43, if you you have heard, he said, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. To be pro-life is to be pro-all life, even that of our enemies. The right to bear arms is not a right in the name of Christ. It is a right of citizens. It is a right of common grace in the name of the imago Dei for the justice and well-being of the state. And we confess in Heidelberg that the state is armed with a sword to restrain murder. But what the state can do, Christians may not. We do not harm, we do not bear our arms in the name of Christ. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Romans 12. A very familiar passage, Romans twelve, seventeen. Paul says, Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to no excuse me, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will reap heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, when it comes to the right of bearing arms and so forth, we must recognize the distinction between our citizenship in heaven and earth. As earthly citizens, we may fight to protect ourselves and the harm of others. We may uh, join the military just war theory, and go to combat and so forth. We may go to war, but we don't go to holy war. Nations are not Christians. You know, states like to elect themselves as elect nations, but God elects no nation under heaven but one nation, the church. and the war we fight, holy war, Today is fighting against our own sin, fighting against the devil, fighting with the gospel to see the lost found. But we don't take up arms and bear those arms in the name of Christ. But Christ will come again to fight this world. But now, for now, we fight for the gospel, with the gospel. But Johnny's been so busy arguing and comment threads that he's forgotten to share his faith with those in need. You see, as Christians, we must be peace-loving and gentle, merciful and friendly toward our neighbor. But Johnny struggles with his immigrant neighbors. His immigrant neighbors. Johnny's been taught that this is a, God, this is a Christian nation, a God-fearing nation. These immigrants—they don't belong here. Out with these immigrants! That's because Johnny's church has been too American, not enough Christian. We must love the outsider. We must love every kind because we are all image of God kind. Fifth, Johnny can't love his neighbor because he's too woke. If liberal, he cannot love his neighbor because he's too busy canceling his neighbor. If conservative, he's been too busy repudiating social justice. He's so anti social justice that he's forgotten that God wants us to seek the care for the weak and fatherless. God wants us to maintain the right of the afflicted and destitute. We must rescue the weak and the needy. We must deliver our neighbor from the hand of the wicked. We are not to confuse justification with justice. We are justified by the gospel alone, through Christ, without any merit of our own, only by grace in Christ alone. However justified, we are now free to truly love our neighbor, to seek the well-being of the oppressed and needy. Little Johnny's church has been fighting so much for truth that he forgot to love those with whom he disagrees with. Six, Johnny cannot love his neighbor because his church has conditioned him to love only his kind. You see, little Johnny was raised in youth group. He doesn't know that there are the elderly amongst them, amongst him that needs help. He doesn't know how to love the elderly because he hasn't seen the elderly. And those on the other political aisle are not welcome to his church. And so he doesn't even see those other people on the other side of the aisle. He never sees them, and because he's been conditioned so much to hate them, he doesn't even see them as someone worthy of his care and of his love. And he's been raised far from the unfortunate. He's been raised far from those with disabilities. So all he knows is his own kind. You see, Johnny cannot love his neighbor because of tribalism. Again, Jesus says, for if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even Gentiles do the same? You see, Christ here is calling the church to love with another kind of love. Love is unbigoted. Christians love all types, but little Johnny loves social media. And little Johnny's been conditioned by social media to hate those to whom he opposes. He's been conditioned to hate those with whom he disagrees. He lets you know about it in Twitter, on his comment threads, and so forth. But our kind is human kind of every kind, the Imago Dei kind. All kind. And lastly, Johnny cannot love his neighbor because he's been raised too worldly. His church is so focused on health and wealth that they forgot the sick and poor. He's been subtly taught that they are in the worst ways because of sin. If only they had more faith. If you had more faith, brother. And so little Johnny has distanced himself from the hurting and the needy so as not to be corrupted by their sin. And when Johnny sees them in trouble, rather than weeping with those who weep, only jo- all that Johnny can do is tell them to repent. Repent, brother. Instead of weeping, you see, little Johnny forgot St. Augustine's phrase, O Felix culpa, O blessed fault. He forgot that he depends on God for everything. Johnny needs the gospel. Once we see how much Christ has loved us, loved us so much that he gave his life for us while we were still sinners. Once we see that Christ continues to provide all that we need for body and soul, that Christ gives us all we need for life and in death, once we see how much Christ intercedes for us in our sin, once we gain this heavenly perspective, only then will we be of any earthly good. You see, friends, the gospel gives us an egalitarian viewpoint. Ooh, that's a nasty word, egalitarian. The gospel gives us an egalitarian viewpoint in life to see that all need our love. Everyone needs our love, even our enemies. And the gospel empowers us to do it and the law commands it. So lift up your hearts and love with a forgiveness that transcends justice. Lift up your hearts and become generous beyond measure. Lift up your hearts from heaven and love your neighbor as yourself. For this is the sixth commandment. Amen. Let us pray. Merciful God, we come to you now at the end of this day in the name of our Savior. That light shining in the darkness, dispelling the night of our sins and the blindness of our hearts, Lord, of our certain result of self-sufficiency. Idolatry is the certain result of self-sufficiency. I can do it. I can do my part. But the man who beats his chest, have mercy on me, a sinner, is the man who knows that Christ is the blessed man whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and Christ meditated on it day and night, and he is your righteousness. Christ obeyed the law perfectly. You see, the way of righteousness is found in Christ alone. The way of righteousness is found in Christ alone, and the way to righteousness is found in Christ alone. You see, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. And when you keep your eye on God's gift, when we keep our eye on God's gifts, and the certain, the certain result is worship, and we praise God from whom all blessings flow, And then we're found on our knees, adoring, praising, and thanking our God our whole life long. The only thing that will keep you from worshiping yourself, the only thing that will keep you from worshiping yourself is grace alone. For our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. O blessed fault has saved a sinner like me. Let us pray. At Covenant Reform Church in Missoula, Montana, we sincerely believe God's Word and faithfully teach it. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays. For more information, please visit MissoulaURC.com. That's MissoulaURC.com.